You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Okay, Jorge Prado, uh, MXGP of Italy 2. We've spoken for a while now. We've spoken about your speed, your good starts. We kind of knew you were getting closer and closer and closer to your first win. Uh, you finally got it today with 2-2. And I guess you're just over the moon. Like, this is what you've dreamed of all your life, I guess. Yeah, today was, uh, well, it is a special day. It was hard as well. I mean, I had to really push both models. Um, it was a pity I made in both models a mistake that cost me, let's say, to take a hit win, maybe. But uh, I'm super happy. I, I worked very hard for, for this win. And, I mean, I'm over the moon. It's, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was a perfect day today. What changed from Sunday to today? Was anything different with you? Did you do anything differently? What, what was different? Honestly, I think my, the track was a bit better for me on Sunday. But uh, today I could manage to, to push through the, um, the tiredness. And uh, I think uh, keep pushing and I think I was a bit more focused. I think it was that, a bit more focused. And uh, I could manage to, to push really, like, give my all till the end. And I guess the experience that you got on Sunday helped as well because you knew exactly what it was like to lead on this track, be attacked on this track. You knew exactly what to expect. Yeah, I knew what to expect. I knew uh, if I drop, uh, riders would pass me. So I really wanted to win. I was in a position for, for the win. So I said, it's today or, or never. I mean, I, I couldn't wait to, to the next Sunday to maybe get a win. So I really wanted to get it today. And, and um, yeah, it was uh, perfect. Uh, do you think you rode better in the second race than in the first one? Because I don't think many people noticed, but after Tim passed you, you actually made a bit of a run at him again and set your fastest lap times, and it, I thought you might have actually got him. Yeah, well, um, uh, second moto, in one point, I was running very good. Uh, when I made a mistake in that lap, I was even I was on a fast lap. Like, <laughs> I was pulling away, and then, uh, I, yeah, just uh, in the last downhill, I, my, I couldn't get traction, and I, let's say, got pushed... To, to the outside and almost crashed uh, but I could um, I could somehow save it and roll the jump but then the team was there so he passed me and then he pulled a little bit away just like not much he was there in the front but a couple of laps later I I, I, I got some good like very good rhythm and I catch him back I even attack him a little bit and uh, I couldn't make the pass it was a pity because I think I was riding a bit faster but it is what it is he, he, he defends good and but yeah, I was running good. I was running good in the second moto. Uh, did you learn anything from Tim after he passed you in the second moto? Pick up on any lines? Uh, or even with Jeremy in the first race? Uh, well, in the first race, I was quite tight. So I was not riding very comfortable uh, for already from lap one. Yeah. But the uh, second moto, I was, I was loose. So that was good. And uh, I had good lines. I mean, Tim in some places had different lines. But maybe his lines would um, you know, work for him and yeah, not yeah. for me. So I used to stay with my lines that I knew were good. And uh, I knew where he was a bit faster. Uh, in some places, I was faster. So, yeah, it was uh, 
like elastic, you know, in some places it goes, <laughs> then I'm back, and I'm a little bit like that in the beginning, but he, finally I could be second and good for the overall. And uh, two more quick things. Uh, we're at round two of Fienza. Uh, how are you feeling? Obviously, we've had two really hot days. So did you feel it at all today or are you feeling pretty good? No, I really didn't feel even. I didn't even think about the heat. I don't know how many degrees it was, but hot. I, it was just hot. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I didn't really think about the heat. I was just focused today and did what I had to do. I mean, racing, I, I just thought I was just thinking about doing a good race and, and that's it. Not really about the heat or... No, I didn't, really, I didn't feel the heat at all. And uh, last thing, just how good is it to get the first one in the books, out of the way, and now you can push forward and, I don't know, maybe get another one? Hopefully we can get another <laughs> one and maybe a race win, so that would be awesome. And, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's rest, let's make some trainings this week and uh, get ready for Sunday. Tim Geiser, MXGP of Italy 2. Uh, a really good day for you, uh, better than Sunday. Although, actually, we'll start with this. I had a lot of people messaging me saying, oh, what happened to Tim on Sunday? Uh, actually, you rode really, really well. You just didn't have the starts. But I think you had the second fastest lap time in the second race. You were the fastest on track in both motos at points. So first of all, your speed's been good all week. It's just, you just need a good start around it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, last couple of rounds has been a struggle. I mean, like, uh, we had a lot of bad luck. I did many mistakes, many crashes. Um, so yeah, I mean, speed was good, like you said on Sunday. Just didn't get a start. Uh, I was always like in the corner, you know, like they closed me down, and then then I was back in the pack, and that was not easy to come back. But today I managed to take two solid starts, uh, both in top six, let's say. I think I was bo- both time fifth or something like that. And then first moto immediately after a couple of laps, I lost uh, my goggles. Actually, the strap just broke and the the goggles just fell off. So it was like I was like I didn't know what to what to do because like uh, the track was really not the one to ride without yeah. goggles, you know. Because the the ruse was was big, you know. Uh, it was painful, but uh, I managed somehow to finish on the fifth place. Uh, and then for the second one, I know that I have to take a good start. Uh, so at, again, I think I was around fifth, something like that. Make a quick passes on the beginning, first couple of corners, and then I was behind Prado, and then I was pushing him. It was not easy to pass him. Uh, then he make a mistake. Uh, I was in the lead and make a um, little gap, around four or five yeah. seconds, and then uh, control the race. So um, I'm really happy uh, that I was in front you know that uh, i was in second moto again there where i think i belong you know uh and hopefully in the future you know uh i think the start is getting crucial i mean it's really important to have a good start especially on these kind of tracks where the pace of everyone is really really together i mean we are all in one second top seven or something like that uh so yeah happy with the day let's say uh, actually, that reminded me. Your starts were bad on Sunday, but typically, I think you're quite a good starter. Like from what I remember, your starts in Latvia were quite good. At the beginning of the season, they were quite good. So, what's changed? How come they've suddenly gone a bit average? I mean, like uh, I just didn't get a good jump off the gate uh, on Sunday. Both motors, I was like, I made little mistake. Uh, you know, when you when you are on the clutch, yeah. you know, with the reflex when you relieve the clutch. 
and then little mistake here you know and then they close you and then you are behind and yeah. you can do anything so uh, you know let's say maybe I was not focused enough so I was working on that and really focusing today to be focused on the start to get a good start and uh, you know consistent laps not make mistakes uh, yeah that was the plan for today and I guess with the quick passes in the second race you just knew how easily you could have got stuck behind people like yeah. every other moto so you just wanted to get to the front and get out of there yeah exactly <laughs> I mean uh, that's what I want every moto you know like <laughs> when you had a bad start but sometimes it's, imp it's really really difficult you know especially if you're stuck behind someone like Claire yeah. Cl Desal, you know or even Pauline I remember on Sunday I couldn't pass him. I was faster, <laughs> yeah. but like I couldn't pass him. If he take all the inside lines, uh, I couldn't. I mean, <laughs> I just couldn't. Uh, so um, yeah, it's it's important, you know, like even to try some new lines. And um, with the passing, you have to be really, really a little bit more aggressive here on this this kind of tracks where uh, you know the passing is not so easy. Obviously, with the bad luck to Jeffrey, the whole championship's tightened up a little bit now, which makes up for your bad luck that you've had in Latvia and stuff. So obviously, it sucks for that to happen to Jeffrey, but now this is almost like a fresh start, and you can just focus on not having those little issues that you've had lately. Yeah, I mean, like it's. I mean, I I don't want to 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 gain the points no. or you know like stuff like that when someone is injured. Let's say that's that's motocross, you know. Um, little mistake and something can go wrong it's in it's the sport you know it can happen to everyone and uh, i just wish quick recovery to to jeffrey i don't know exactly what happened even didn't even know that he crashed um, so just wish him uh, to be back soon on the bike you know and to be soon on the races with us to to have a good battles it's like you say it's just motocross like your latvian crash you that could have quite easily ended badly as well and you could have missed more races like sometimes you need a little bit of luck and it's just motocross yeah exactly i mean it's um it's a hard sport <laughs> and uh you know it's never easy um just you always have to pick up yourself you know and go forward i mean that's that's the key you know, everywhere, in all the, all the sports. <laughs> and uh, speaking of going forward, we've got one more race at Fienza. Is there one thing that you'd like to improve with bike setup or anything? Anything you're struggling with that you'd like to fix? I'm I'm quite happy with the bike. Even, you know, even from Sunday where I was a bit disappointed yeah. with everything, I didn't change because bike was good. It was just on me, you know. I have to take a good start and that's, that's what it all takes, you know. So... Um, yeah, basically didn't change, not even a little bit the bike, you know, from Sunday, even today, and even like for, for next Sunday, I'm going to continue like that. So. Okay, uh, Jeremy Stewart, MXGP of Italy 2. Uh, obviously a great day, first moto win in the books, which really wasn't a surprise at all. We all saw it coming. Second moto was tougher, but overall you've got to be happy just because of that first moto. Of course, overall I'm, I'm happy, even though it ended like, you know, damn, you know, I... Uh, could have won the GP, you know, and that was actually uh, not my goal after the first race, but I just, you know, tried to put all on the line. But it went wrong at the start, you know. But still, as I said, happy. I mean, the way I did my first moto was amazing, winning it. Uh, okay, Jeffrey injured himself this morning. Uh, all the best for him. He didn't look 
good, you know, hopefully it's okay, more or less. I mean, it's always bad to see a colleague uh, being injured because you don't wish that to anybody. You don't want to be in that position either. So hopefully it's okay. And yeah, for the rest, you know, second moto, I just uh, messed up the start. I didn't really did a mistake or I, I felt actually great. I just, my bike somehow dropped in RPM and almost stopped and I was out of the top 20, you know. Made quick moves, felt amazing, uh, went straight past Romain, past some fast guys, and then I got stuck behind Clement. Not that he's racing ugly or dirty, it's just super hard to pass that guy. I mean, he's an, I like him, he's a good guy, and we can talk to him, but to pass him, man, he's wide, you know? I'm not the only guy saying this, I guess, but he kind of took my rhythm. Romain got me back, yeah. I needed two laps too long lost five seconds because of that and and then after I followed Remer we've been the quickest on track at this time yep. I think we catched up the leading group uh, then I felt Romer had a small hammer and I got, could still push so I tried to get him and, and just made a small mistake and had a tip over you know small crash and that was it I mean I could catch back up it was 14 seconds only to the win in the end even with a crash and with an out of top 20 yep. start so my speed and fitness is definitely there, but uh, I just couldn't put it together for an overall GP win and had to give it to Jorge. You know, that's it. But again, still positive about first moto, you know. Uh, in the second moto, when you were coming up on Clermont and you could see that you had to pass him at some point, were you already thinking like, oh no, how am I going to do this? Because I was thinking as well, you have to get him quick, but I don't know how you're going to get him quick. I thought I'd just go and get him. I didn't think like I'm not gonna get him because I felt so good on yeah. the bike but after two laps not getting him I started to like I have to get him because I'm in trouble yeah. but I mean I tried all I could I was next to him I was outside inside but again that guy you know is just uh, he's a wall he I gonna measure his shoulders but they are fucking wide you know I mean some good racing but it just messes up your race a bit you know and then I saw uh, he finished like 40 seconds off like come on just let me pass next time anyway you are 40 seconds off but that's MXGP you know <laughs> do you think you rode better in the first moto today than you did in the two motos last Sunday or the same or uh, I mean the track is a bit different you know different lines uh, different uh, situations uh, Jeffrey not here yeah. you know I did and I didn't you know I think I, I felt quite similar on a bike I didn't do anything special for some reason I just had a good rhythm and a good flow and it worked out you know and uh, sitting on the line for the second race did it feel different at all did it feel just like a normal second race and you were just going in it or did you start to think a little bit about what was on the line and what you could maybe do honestly it felt really normal because I won that first moto and I just straight went back here as I usually do get my things done get ready for the second moto of course, you know you won the first race when you go down there, but it, I've been that close so many times and up front so many times. Okay, I never won, but still I didn't really bother too much, yeah. you know. Even uh, I, I also didn't say, okay, now today I have to win the GP. Okay, didn't happen now anyway, but I just tried to put, put my best on again. And by now, I mean, I've raced MX2 a lot been racing for the win there and somehow I know a bit how to manage this pressure so this wasn't really the case actually. I guess the first moto was so not easy for you but you won by 15 seconds it's not like you were pushed to the end so that as well also helped you relax because you were like it's fine 
I've clearly fast enough. I wasn't lucky in the first one. Like, everything's fine. I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jorge made that mistake and I got him and then I just kept pushing. I didn't... My mechanic even didn't put me the gap because he didn't want to put me on the pressure or I don't know. And then two, three laps to go, of course, I knew nobody's really there. I slowed a bit down and then I checked, oh, 15 seconds. <laughs> and the third one was like 30 seconds. Yeah. I was like, wow, not too bad because I didn't really know. But yeah, it made me relax, you know, for the second race. I knew anyway, I will be there. Even with a bad start, I can be in the top seven. I mean, you know, that's always some good points okay top three is where I want to be but at the bigger picture you know what happened to Jeffrey today that's actually the worst case you know some guys I mean even Geyser he won a model okay but he's been fifth in the first one Tony is also not just winning uh, you know it's I'll struggle a bit with the same because the level is that high and the races are so intensity in, intense so I I don't do a too bad stop chop even with a 1-7 you know you just made me think actually if it's gonna be a tough question because you're gonna to have to think that first moto maybe one of your most dominant moto wins ever i'm trying to think through mx2 of any that you just ran away with but that was pretty dominant honestly on Harpeg, uh, we are yeah that was quite one of the yeah. most dominating i remember mexico was quite uh, i was up front all I remember about Mexico is that you used to do the fattest whips over the finish line. Yeah, That's all I remember. This was my best whip in my career, I think. I still got to watch this nowadays and say, fuck, how the fuck did I do this one? I remember first model. But my biggest win was when I lapped everybody in Russia in the mud. But oh, this yeah. is not the same, you know. So, yeah, to win the first MXGP model like that uh, is cool for sure. And last thing, obviously you've had bad luck this season. Uh, now everyone's had bad luck. So that's nice. It's kind of reset a little bit, I guess. Yes, I did. I mean, it's not nice. You don't want people to have bad luck, but it has reset a little bit. <laughs> I mean, okay, like you said, you don't wish anybody something bad, but that's racing, especially nowadays, Corona, it mixes up uh, really special situations. Everybody struggles a little bit somewhere, has DNFs, injuries. Okay, if I wouldn't have those t- two DNFs, I would be, you know, <laughs> that would We be, won't talk about that. We won't talk about that. We won't, because that's not the case. No. And everybody had it. Tim had it, Glenn had it, I mean, you know, Tony is still the most consistent so far, but still, anyway, you know, I I don't tell me anything about the championship because, I mean, we have still some races to go. Oh, yeah, you did this last year. You didn't want to know anything about the championship then either. I'm the same now. People show, hey, look, Jamie, I say, no, (laughs) just don't, because I'm such a number guy. My brain works with numbers. If I have a number in my head, it's just stuck there. Oh, yeah, you'll be riding around doing maths and thinking, it's fine, I'll finish 20th in this moto because then I only have to finish... First, second, third. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just a numbers guy, and this is just, I don't want to know that, you know. And Mitch Evans, uh, MXGP of Italy, two. Uh, obviously, Sunday was really good and a big step forward from Latvia. This is another big step forward again, and I would say maybe you're back to Matali level, or maybe you feel like there's still more to come. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, really happy with today. I think it was a big, big improvement. First motor just struggled a little bit with arm pump, but. Right from get-go in um, time practice, I felt really good. So, um, yeah, happy with today. And, yeah, I think we could say that I'm almost back to, to Matterley spec. I think um, my fitness is probably better than what it was at Matterley Basin. It's just getting used to the heat now at the moment. So, um, but you're Australian. Yeah, but, mate, when we race in Australia, we race in wintertime because in summer it's too hot. All right. Who so knew? we actually... The only time we ever race in in summer is supercross in australia 
You know what? And that's at night time too. I've been meaning to ask you this for ages. Yeah. Were you in that OzX crash? Yeah, mate. Like a couple of years ago that went viral. You on the Yamaha? Yes, that was me. Well, I can't believe I'm meeting the guy in that crash. Yeah, mate. That's uh, that. Hey, that injury was the longest time I've had off the bike before this one, and that was only two months. So. Did back or something, didn't you? Yeah, I did the transverse processes in my L two, three, and four, and then four places in my pelvis. Oh. Do you want to talk about today or should we keep going on that? Up to you, mate. Okay, uh, today... We can get that video back up. <laughs> I will share it with this interview because okay. people wonder. Um, today, obviously, first moto... Well, both motors, you had good starts. Uh, first moto, you got swallowed up a little bit more. Did that help you then in the second moto because you kind of knew what to expect from the pace and uh, the aggressiveness at the front? Yeah, not, not really. Like oh. I said, I just struggled with arm pump in that first one and probably just... Well... Actually, I didn't get arm pump in practice and qualifying, and normally I do, and then I don't get it for the rest yeah. of the day. So and what you're saying is in the second race, you knew what to expect from the first race, and I'm right. Well, I knew that I wasn't going to get arm pump in Moto2, and I was going to be all right, so... But even so, I feel like halfway through the Moto, uh, second Moto, that is, yeah. I feel like you kind of had a realisation that actually you were really fast, because you went after Crowley again, and then you two started edging up on the top two, and I kind of felt like I could see you kind of go, huh, oh yeah, I can do this. Yeah, more so it was just working out how to ride the track, really. Okay, so I'm just wrong with everything, brilliant. What? You just talk and I'll listen. <laughs> well, no, I could tell that I was slower in Sector 1 and I was trying to work out what, what I could do better and Sector 2 because I feel like I had the last two sectors worked out. And then, yeah, I sort of just started being a bit more patient and watching where Cairoli was going and learnt a little bit so and then um yeah started putting on some pressure and it was cool that i could still see the the two boys at the front uh, what did you learn from crowley in the first sector specifically was there any uh like corners or lines that you picked up on that were a big like wake up call where you're like oh this is a million times better secret mate can't tell you. no i'm just i mean it's not a secret crowley knows <laughs> I mean... no honestly sector one still can't work it out i was still losing were you actually quicker you must have gotten quicker there though Maybe I think I think it was just not being as aggressive into t in and around turn one. That's what I felt like. I'd stick with him all the way there, and then over those two yeah. singles, he'd pull away. Um, but yeah, turn two, it was more just about being a bit more patient and not rushing the turn so much, and sort of sitting down and not trying to dab your foot through the ruts. So on Sunday, we talked about how the triple headers are actually good for you because it's bike time. But still, you haven't had much bike time. So are you feeling it all, at all today? Obviously, with the heat as well. Are you feeling it? Um, yeah, I was feeling it towards the end of that second motor. That's what kind of got me. But, um, yeah, I'm stoked with it. Like, I, for sure, like, from Latvia, dealing with the heat and whatnot, I feel like it's hotter here than it was in Latvia. What, did the heat do you in, in Latvia as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't talk to you because you didn't do very well. Yeah, so. exactly. So you wouldn't know. But, um, no, yeah, that's what I struggled with most in Latvia, as well as, like, my upper body strength but yeah like at the end of mo the motos in latvia i was on the ground with the hose like putting it oh on no you're one of those guys trying to cool down you know so but right at the moment i'm nowhere near that so it's it's good i feel good and uh last thing going into sunday again obviously the extra day i guess will help you out are you now at a point where it's like i want podiums or are you like more top fives will do like is your mentality shifting again now yeah, well, I think if I can put two two motos together like I did in that last one, then we can have a chance at the podium. So, 
Um, I think, like, I'd still be happy with, you know, around the top five, but um, I'm definitely going for podiums now. Yeah. Uh, one more thing that I just thought of. Starts are, like, really good. So that's good. Anything specific you've done to improve those? Because they are on point. Um, no, not really. I mean, just the bikes this year is really good. So um, I feel like I, I was always a really good starter. It's just on a 250, being a bigger kid, I just always struggled. So, um, and like compared to Latvia and whatnot, it was more just not being as confident, you know, not believing in the program that we had going or the preparation that I had. So, but now that I'm, um, yeah, believing in myself again and, and believe that I can be at the front and run up the front, that's where I start. Uh, one more thing that I've just thought of again. I was watching you today and watching you like lug the 450 up the hills and it suddenly dawned on me that I have no idea how you rode a 250 last year, let alone put it on the podium. Like, if you're on a 250 again this year, and I don't know, well, I guess this is what you always talked about, how you basically killed yourself. Yeah, I, I had no ambitions of riding a 250 right probably halfway through 2017 I always just wanted to be on a 450 and ever since then I've just yeah loved the 450 and and love to ride the bike out needs to be ridden and like you said just lugging it like that and um, that's my style I think and and I feel good doing it so yeah hopefully I never have to go back and ride a 250 again. Okay uh, Tom Vial MXGP of well it's Italy too a uh, perfect day 1-1 most importantly you put a load of points on Yargo so all in all, uh, pretty happy? Yeah, it's true. I'm really happy uh, today. It was a great day. I feel really good on the track. Also last Sunday, but I did a, a little mistake on last Sunday. So today I was really focused on my riding, no mistake. And uh, yeah, I took two shots and two, two perfect race. So I'm really happy. Uh, which motor would you say was better for you? Was there one way you felt better than the other? Yeah, actually it's just to, to win two times is really nice also. And uh, Yago was pushing uh, quite a lot in second moto and before he makes a crash. So maybe he was pushing a little bit too much and he made a crash. I don't know, but me, I was feeling really, I was trying to, to stay focused all the race, to don't do mistake because the track is really tough. Some big ruts and big line. It's easy to do to do one, one mistake. So no, I'm really happy oh, oh, I was riding today and everything is always going. Uh, that's what I've been most impressed about with you. Even when you make a mistake, like on Sunday, you pick yourself back up, you don't lose your head, you stay quite calm about it. Uh, it's quite rare for someone young and not to have been in this championship position before to have that. So where do you think that comes from? Is it just the advice from KTM keeping you calm and everything? Yeah, no, it's, it's actually it's not easy. You know, it's only my, my second year in, in MX2. I never ride so, so high competition before. And yeah, I try to, to stay focused also with Boahami in first, first moto last Sunday. It was a little bit, yeah, with contact and everything. But I was really trying to, to stay focused on my riding at, and still, no, I really try to focus only on me and not to look so much also. Like, of course, I watch, but uh, for the red plate and the points, now it's still a lot of race coming. So I don't, I don't think so much. I just ride. I enjoy the riding, and that's the most important for me. Uh, that reminds me, actually, uh, what the hell was going on with Bra May on Sunday? Yeah. Have you two had beef before? Because I can't remember one time where you've battled. <laughs> no, I, actually, I never, I never ride so much with him. Like in French championships, uh, like three or four years ago I was riding with him but he was all the time leading and me I was 10, 5 yeah. I never fight so much and also in GP we never have contact before no, I, never, I didn't think so I never yeah we never something it was really aggressive so it was a little too much actually and me I was a little bit scared to crash to lose again more points because I'm, I'm fighting a bit for the championship so 
and he don't he don't fight actually for yeah I don't know where he's in the championship yeah. but not in the front so um, it was a little uh, for me yeah, I was like okay not so much risk no crashes again so no I just try to, to stay focused and uh, last thing everything's obviously going quite well at the moment you've been top four every moto since Matterley uh, is there one thing that you think you need to work on though like is there one weakness that you'd like to improve moving yeah. forward yeah of course it's important to stay focused also because we don't know when the championships can stop with the, with the covid you know it's a little bit strange here so if i don't feel so good I, i'm happy with a third place or fourth place of my also fifth it's not uh, not a problem it's also my second year you know i i I fought for the championship, but it's not easy also to be all the time in the front. But I try my best and it's going good. And uh, last thing, actually, uh, bummer about Jeffrey, but nice to do something good for the team today, hey? Yeah, it's true. With Jeffrey crashed this morning, I hear it's, it's not so bad. So that's, I'm pretty happy for that. I don't know if he's going to ride Sunday, but for sure in Montova, I think he's going to be here. So it's not so bad and I'm happy to, to, to win today also for the team. It's, it's a good motivation. Ben Watson, MXGP of uh, Italy 2, or whatever you want to call it. I was going to come and tell you about what a great day you had, but you look quite beaten up and not like you've had a great day. So just uh, wrap up how you're looking and how you're feeling, first of all. Yeah, so it could have been a really good day. Um, The first one, I just had a terrible start. And then, yeah, I rode good. I came back through the pack quite good. I mean, it's really difficult to pass here, so... You know, with a bad start, I don't really know what I can expect from myself, but I was quite pleased with the riding, just not really the, the end result. And then second race, I came, I opened up a little bit and I came through from the middle. And I had a good start, but I got pushed out wide in the first corner and then lost quite a few spots. So I think after the first lap, I was around around 10. And then, yeah, I just got, I got into it a little bit quicker and, yeah, I was putting some good laps in and, and felt a lot better. But... I mean, a few guys crashed and they got gifted a few positions, but towards the end, yeah, second was, was in sight and, and I came quite close to them. So that was my goal. I wanted to, to pass Olsen and um, Beaton and, and try to get a second place in the end. But yeah, with just yeah, one, and, one and a half laps to go, I came down one of the hills and I honestly don't really know what happened, but I just lost the front going into a, a big rut and then it just, it just fired me straight forward and... Uh, yeah, my face just got slammed into the into the one of the ruts, and the bike came on top of me, and yeah, it's just smashed my face up a little bit. I've uh, had some stitches in my chin and my lip, and then yeah, I've loosened my uh, my front teeth a little bit, and got a big old black eye. But yeah, no, lucky it's nothing else because yeah, it was it was a pretty big crash. So I mean, there's a few guys that have suffered yeah worse than me, and uh, yeah, I have to think myself lucky that I'm. You know, I'm going to be 100% to go uh, next Sunday. So, yeah, it's been... I mean, I'm, I'm positive. Like, my championship got affected quite badly with the, the two DNFs. And, yeah, that's not what I'm really thinking about. I just want to prove to everyone what I can do. And, and if I'm riding good and enjoying it, then, yeah, I'm happy. Uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm pretty sure you'd quite like to see this track go up in flames. So considering that, you were fastest on track for like five laps in a row in the first moto. You had the fastest lap of the second moto. And again, we're fastest on track for, I don't know, five or six laps there towards the end. Like today was really good from that point of view. Like had you got better starts and been in a better position off the bat, then podiums and maybe more as possible. Yeah, with my riding, yeah, definitely. And 
That's the most important thing for me. Like, if I'm, I'm riding good, then I can be happy. And everyone sees that. You know, I'm struggling out the gate big time, and it could be due to a few things and what have you. And, and people see, you know, and they know that they can help with some different things. And everyone's trying the best they can, and it's nice to, you know, show everyone what I can do and that I'm, yeah, still putting the work in and, and riding good. So, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know about the track, but... I mean, I came here a few weeks ago for the Italian race and I was dreading the GP here. It was so really terrible. Um, and then now, yeah, it's, it's better, a lot better. I mean, it's definitely probably one of the last tracks I'd want to, to race on, but it's the same for everybody. Everyone's complaining a little bit about a few things, but the preparation is, is much better now here. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's slowed it down a little bit and a little bit more technical. So now I've... For the track, I've actually enjoyed it more than I could have ever dreamt of, let's say, yeah. Uh, in practice and qualifying this morning, there was a lot of bike swapping going around. I think you were, did three swaps between two bikes. Uh, what was the deal there? Uh, yeah, so I went out on my race bike, and then um, I don't know what was going on. It was just spluttering really bad. And then I came in, of course, first lap, switch bike. Um, and I went on the second bike, but it was completely brand new, like everything, chassis, suspension, engine, and yeah, it felt pretty stiff and, and solid, and, and the levers and everything was just a little, nothing's exactly the same. I had a bit of a strange feeling, and yeah, I came in after doing a couple of fast laps. I mean, I felt okay, but there was nothing special. And then, um, yeah, I stopped, and the guys wanted me to, to try the, the bike that was having a little issue, just to make sure everything was good, and yeah it was just a small uh, electrical connection that was not uh, really I don't know if it was not clean or not connected properly but yeah anyway it was perfect when they when they sorted the, the connection out and yeah that was a bike I rode for the rest of the day uh, and then first moto like I don't know three quarters of the way through I saw you like point down at your front brake or something uh, was that linked to the qualifying stuff or was that something different no that was something different so yesterday when I crashed um, I think I damaged the the like the brake caliper let's say and um, the guys changed the lever and that's why I had to pull in after they changed it because I was going over the jumps and my front wheel was just locking and then obviously it was so sketchy on the jumps but um, yeah they after this morning I did some swapping on the bikes and then I, I complained about the front brake on the on the race bike so they switched it and um, yeah I was pulling the lever in and then it was not like returning so it was it was dragging a lot and then again, in, in over some jumps in the first race, the, the wheel was stopping in the air. And it doesn't sound a lot, but when you... No, it sounds sketchy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, when your wheel stops in the air on a, on a bike, it's, it's so sketchy. <laughs> so I was like, after braking on the exit of the corners, I was like pushing it back out with my hand. It's quite a lot to think about, and it was strange. But anyway, towards the end of the race, it got better. And then, yeah, of course, the second race, everything was changed. And uh, two more quick things. A question from Tom Neal. Maybe you know him. He wants to know what was up with the gate in the first moto. Because I couldn't see it from pit lane because there's a lot of stuff. But apparently you were very alone. Yeah, I know Tom a little bit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, the, the first one, I don't know. Yes, on Sunday it worked good. Oh, what, you were there Sunday as well? Yeah, both heats I was on the furthest inside. And uh, I turned three and five last Sunday. And, Basically, I just wanted to be alone and just have that because all the, the top guys were going to the middle and outside. So I thought I would just, you know, if I was with some other guys that was, yeah, 
you know, maybe coming from European Championship racing, what a, that I would just be able to get a clear run. And I did exactly that both years. I had a real good run up the start straight alone. And uh, yeah, I tried it again this morning, but I think they ripped it a little bit deeper and it was a little bit more even all, all the way along the straight. And then obviously on that furthest left, there's a lot longer run. Um, and yeah, I just got boxing completely and I was like way outside the top 20. So, And the second one I opened up, um, I had a good start and then just got pushed a little bit wide. But yeah, I was still like, eight or nine or something. And uh, last thing, definitely good for Sunday. No worries there. Maybe you'll be, your face will be a bit sore, but should be good. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I literally have nothing. I've just cut my, I've just put some, some holes in my face and knocked my teeth a little bit. So, yeah, I might have a, my eye might be closed tomorrow morning, but no, no, I'll be 100%. Jed beat an MXGP of Italy 2. Uh, love a first slap crash. You just can't stay away from it. But a second moto, I kind of forgotten what you were actually capable of with a good start. But that was phenomenal, I thought. Speed was good. Everything was good, so that's positive. You just, I don't know about the first moto. What are you going to do? That's just you, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Since since Latvia, I think I've crashed in the first lap of the first moto every single race. So something needs to happen there. I obviously need to rip a better start and then stay out of the shit that happens. Have your starts been that bad, though? Because I don't think you've been, like, buried, have you? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the first moto, I wasn't that bad. I think I was, like, eighth. But yeah. then, yeah, two guys just landing on top of each other. Bike comes across, hits me. And, like, yeah, I can't seem to get away from it, you know what I mean? It's just happening. Um, so, yeah, that's that makes it difficult and, like, kind of frustrating at the same time because, yeah, I know what I'm capable of when I get a good start. And then to be in that position and then, yeah, just get, like, thrown out of it straight away, it's kind of difficult for me to, to, me to handle. And, yeah, the first one um, obviously crashed. Uh, obviously. Yeah, with the, with the bike. <laughs> Yeah, smashing me but like the first three laps I didn't know if something was seriously wrong with my arm so it took me a little bit to like get into it so um, I couldn't yeah I couldn't really push the first couple of laps and then that'll, that didn't allow me to like catch the pack a little bit you know so could only salvage a 12th place then and um, yeah obviously the second moto it was a lot better got a much better start took some painkillers for the arm and yeah just rode it out so um the track was kind of sketchy to be honest in the second one they threw a lot more water down than what I thought and like for the first 10 to 15 minutes it was still quite slippery so um there was a fair bit of shit happening everywhere and yeah it was pretty crazy moto but to be honest for me it was pretty solid and yeah I kind of literally just wanted to get through the moto you know and just to be in a, in a decent spot there I was pretty happy with so um it's something to build off it's just um yeah, getting through the first moto with, without any first lap crash or getting smashed by someone or something I'm, like that. I'm guessing if I'd told you in between motos that you'd go out and finish second in the second one with the arm and stuff, you wouldn't have believed it. So I'm guessing you even surprised yourself with that one? Yeah, well, the guys uh, yeah, wanted me to go get it checked out, but at the same time, I, I didn't really want to go get it checked out because I think if there is something wrong that they don't let you ride, so... And sometimes it's best not to know, isn't it? Yeah, like, for mentally and stuff. Yeah, for sure. It's better to not know and just get through the day. Um, they said they had some strong painkillers, so I said, give me them and we'll try try see how it goes. Um, it was quite... It was a little bit sore after the sight lap, but, um, yeah, I just told them I could get through it, so it's not so bad. Um, I don't know, like, what I was actually expecting or what they were expecting. It was just... Uh, 
yeah, all come together pretty good. Um, I felt like the riding was actually like quite okay. It was just took a f- few laps for the arm to warm up, and it doesn't hurt so much when I'm like actually riding. It's only when I stop and I'm moving it, so it's just quite swollen and everything. But hopefully, it's nothing too bad. Um, I don't think I'll get it checked, but we'll be back on uh, Sunday ready to battle again. I'm guessing that when you wake up tomorrow, it will either be quite a lot better or really swollen, and you'll yeah. be like, "Fuck." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. I think we'll just wait it out and, and see how it goes, to be honest. Um, like, there's not so much I can do about it. It's painful, but, yeah, at the same time, you can't really do anything about it. So um, it was possible to ride the second moto, and with painkillers, obviously, it's possible to do next Sunday as well. So I'm not too worried about it. It's just uh, seeing how it actually feels on the day, you know. Um, I can imagine it will be pretty sore and stiff still, but... I got through today, so there's no reason why I can't get through the Sunday. I'd imagine that second moto, like, as a reminder of what you can do when you start up front, that's got to have you chomping at the bit a little bit moving forward, isn't it? Because, let's be honest, I think you had race-winning speed at points in that moto and with the arm and stuff. So if you can actually, I don't know, maybe get out of the first lap safe two motors in a row, you'll start to build some momentum. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it just feels like the, the first moto, if I get knocked back or or crash or something like that it just uses so much energy to try and salvage like a good race um so by the time you get to the second motor you're obviously a little bit sorer than what you normally are because you've put in so much effort you've gone deeper than what you should normally go um so it would be just nice to go on to the second motor and just knowing that i haven't done 150 percent in the first one (laughs) um so in that way it would be much better and it'd be easier to build off but um, yeah, it's it's literally myself, and I'm just really challenging myself. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's all on me. Obviously, the bike's really good. The team is awesome at the moment, and they just do everything that we ask. So um, it's literally all on me. I've got to get my shit sorted with the starts and stay out of all the carnage on the first lap. And I think uh, that will, can lead to something really good. And uh, last thing, because I forgot to ask other guys this, and you reminded me of it. Uh, obviously, we've done two races here now. We're going into the third. You say it got sketchier today. Are we expecting it to be more concrete-like on Sunday, and therefore, when they water it again, more like an ice rink? Yeah, I don't know. Like to be honest, it wasn't more uh, sketchy in that type of way. The, the dirt was still quite good by the end of the day, well, for our race anyway. Yeah. Um, it was just that they laid like quite a lot of water, so it had that slippery, uh, like base layer kind of thing so that that was really what all what made it slippery um but other than that like the track to be honest has held up way better than what i thought a lot of people said that it'd be just full concrete when we come here but like there's still tacky dirt by the end of the day obviously some up ramps and stuff like that they're concrete but um most of the track has has still got moisture and some ruts so it's actually a lot better than what i thought 